It's the Church of Spenstology podcast. When purchasing consumer electronics, he never purchases the two-year protection plan because he likes living on the edge. Here's Spence. If you ask anybody that knows me, they'll tell you. At Spence, he's a renegade. <laughs> Always just outside of the law. <laughs> I, uh, I've been known to drive 66 and a 65. I'm not above popping a couple of grapes in my mouth before I get to the checkout. And a couple of summers ago, I went a little crazy. I painted the side of my house taupe when clearly HOA regulations stipulated that it must be painted beige. That's what you're in for with this podcast. So buckle up. (laughs) Uh, My name is Spence. I used to work mornings at uh, KLUC in Las Vegas and uh, presently out of radio. And and what do out-of-work DJs do? They do a podcast. And this is mine. Coming up, we're going to talk about murder. Uh, I am a murderer. I, I, it goes right back to being that renegade thing. I, I have committed murder. We'll talk more about that in just a second. We have a song of the week with worthwhile advice on not protecting yourself, but protecting others. I know everybody's tired of everybody going, oh, wear a mask. Uh, I get it, but we're not exactly through this yet. And I went out a couple of times this weekend. I, I actually went out to restaurants and I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I, I just pay attention to what the scientists say and the government, and it says social distance and wear your mask in public. So we went to Juan's Flaming Fajitas. We sat in the patio. My belief is, right or wrong, is that I'd rather be out in the natural air than in recirculated air conditioning. So I wouldn't sit inside. We sat in the patio, they were professional, all the servers had masks, we sat, you know, six feet apart at least from other tables, it was all professional. Went to Lazy Dogs last night, same thing, sat on the patio, all of the servers, professionals wearing masks, I wore my mask in and out, but the only one truly in danger in this scenario are the servers, right? That's what's so scary about bringing everybody back. Because they say the mask, unless it's an N95 or, or something like that, it doesn't protect you from, from getting the virus. Not very well. What it does is when you wear the mask, you're protecting others. And that's kind of why I wear the mask, out of respect for others. And you've heard this before, but the idea is when you speak, when you exhale, when you sing, when you cough, when you sneeze droplets come out and depending on the action they go so many feet if you if you sneeze and don't cover it that those droplets can go 30 feet the heavier ones drop and that's how surfaces get contaminated so i wear a mask and by the way this even breathing you can send droplets out like seven feet so the idea is in case you might be sick or asymptomatic or whatever you're keeping all of that to yourself for the most part you're protecting other people. So that's the scary part. Stations Casino put a, a video out, I think, today or recently about their reopening and how all the, everybody's wearing masks and their new sanitary procedures and, and they're going to take your temperature when you go in and all of that. It's fine with me. I don't care. But it is kind of dystopian future you're looking at when at the end of the video, all of the, 
the uh, the people that work at stations all have a mask on. It's just kind of your blackjack dealer's going to have a mask on. It, it's 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 interesting. But again, they're the ones in danger of this, you know, of this virus continuing. They're all going to be checked and tested and all of that, but it only takes one to spread it. You heard about the Missouri, what, hairdresser, nail salon, something like that? Went to work sick, wore the mask. Everybody was wearing masks, but exposed, what, 100 and something, 130 people to possibly getting it? So it's just a little scary, and I'm not doom and gloom. Again, I went out, I sat on the patio, I wore my mask in, but a guy came up and told me, uh, that I knew came up and said, don't be scared. I'm not scared. Not even close. Not scared at all about it. Uh, I just want to take care of other people. And just because we're friends, the coronavirus goes, oh, hey, don't give it to him. You're buddies. I st- you still could have it and give it to me. You know what I mean? It's weird. But I don't, I'll tell you this as a man especially, don't tell me that I'm scared. I'm not. And when you're out there going, oh, you you can't live in fear. I'm not living in fear. I'm protecting other people. So the song of the week, in a much happier manner, uh, is called Wear a Mask. That's coming up in a a little bit. But first, don't you dare tell Karen to put a leash on her dog. Please don't come close to me. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. So let me explain all of this if you haven't seen it. Hashtag uh, Karen strikes again. Woman is in the Ramble. I guess it's a part of New York Central Park. I haven't been there, but that's what they call it. And your dog is supposed to be on the leash. She's a white woman. She has a cocker spaniel and refuses to put it on a leash. Apparently, this African-American gentleman. Now, I only mention that because it's kind of important to the rest of the story. Asked her to put the dog on the leash. She refuses and he starts to videotape. So he's standing there videotaping Karen, who we later find out is named Amy Cooper, because <laughs> if you're going to act like an ass, someone's going to videotape it and they're going to find out who you are. So, so you heard the first part. So he's just standing there videoing. And then Amy Cooper just takes it to another unnecessary level. Mind you also, during this entire time, while she's coming at the guy, while she's calling the police she's got her dog by the collar it's a cocker spaniel she's holding it by the collar so she's kind of choking and the dog doesn't like it it's trying to shake free so while it probably looks worse than it is she still could have just put the dog on the leash and been on her way so it continues i'm gonna tell them there's an african-american man threatening my life please tell them whatever you like so she then proceeds to grab her phone he's still recording staying away from her Choking the Cocker Spaniel with the collar. And there, there's no need to mention that the guy's African-American, but she will continue to say this to I'm the sorry, cops. I'm in the Ramble, and there's a man, African-American, who has a bicycle helmet. He's recording me and threatening me and my dog. There is an African-American man. I am in Central Park. He is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. And my I'm sorry, I can't hear you either. I'm being threatened by a man. You can hear the dog choking. (laughs) And then she loses her mind. I'm in Central Park in the Ramble. I don't know. Thank you. Then she puts the leash on. He says thank you. And then that's the end of the video. You've probably seen it. 
but I wanted to finish up with what what with what happened. I guess the cops did show up, and uh, they basically said it was a verbal disagreement, um, and they both went on their way. Here's the problem. Again, if Karen, if you're going to act like an ass, somebody's going to videotape it. So it it's it comes across as very racist, especially at the end when she's like, <laughs> he's not doing anything threatening. He's just standing there. And he did nothing wrong. I want to make sure this is clear. She's out of her mind. But the idea that he was so... She wasn't robbing a liquor store. <laughs> you know what I mean? She wasn't uh, holding up, mugging somebody. She had her dog off the leash. Of all crimes, this is pretty minor, but he felt convicted that he had to make sure that she did this. I'm kind of like the guy... We had a, a situation in a park near my house where the guy, this guy had two Rottweilers and they're running around without a leash. Okay, fine. I'm on the other side of the street. In my head, I'm like, jerk, whatever. But then another couple is walking on the side of the playground where these dogs are and they're pushing a stroller. And one of the Rottweilers aggressively charges the people with the stroller, barking. It's a big dog. And, you know, nothing comes of it. But why do you have the right to have your dog off a leash when you you could be terrifying people? I don't know what the dog's going to do. So I said something. I called him names, told him to put the dog on the leash, that kind of thing. But it's this whole attitude in our country sometimes where the rules don't apply. You know, like wearing a mask. Ugh, I don't have to wear a mask. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Yeah, if a Rottweiler's charging me, I'm going to be scared. I don't care. So, um... Karen, as we later find out, is Amy Cooper because somebody ident they posted the video, and and it gets out that the woman's an employee of Franklin Templeton, which is a, an investment company. Franklin Templeton then is forced to put out a tweet that says, "We take these matters very seriously, and we do not condone racism of any kind." While we are in the process of investigating the situation, the employee involved has been put on administrative leave. Later in the article, you find out that she, quote, voluntarily surrendered, end quote, her dog to the rescue she adopted it from. You have to see the video to see that she's, you say manhandling, dog handling <laughs> with the, you know, with the collar instead of just putting the leash on it, which is interesting. So, so she gets identified, and then Abandoned Angels Cocker Spaniel Rescue, there's a Cocker Spaniel Rescue, they tweet the same thing, that voluntarily she has surrendered the dog. She got the dog like two years ago. Somebody else on Facebook says, I know this woman, and she's, this is not you know representative of the way she treats her dog. But crazy, right? The Karens are on attack you see these videos all the time. The one that's been going around, the compilation with, with angry women coughing on people because they don't want to wear a mask and so on and so forth. So I, I wrote a song some time ago that illustrates the, the real danger. It's not coronavirus. It's, it's not China. It's not even Donald Trump. It's a middle-aged woman named Karen. Oh, Karen, you're being unfair kid Darren it's his first day at the Jamba Juice you don't get 
Original songs, parody songs, bits, videos, uh, all of it. You can find it on my website, spenstology.com, S-P-E-N-C-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y.com. This is the Church of Spenstology podcast. And coming up, uh, I have to confess, I am a murderer. I committed murder on another living thing. I'll tell you about that in just a second. Uh, Many of you don't know that May is National Masturbation Month. Many of you don't care. You celebrate year-round. But the Church of Spenstology podcast is brought to you by the exciting, fun game, (laughs) Hand Party. Give yourself a hand. A Hand Party. The exciting new interactive game that's centuries old. Whack, 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 and you're a winner. Friday night and nothing to do. All alone and feeling blue. Have a Hand Party. Have a Hand Party. Middle of the day, nothing going on. Just watch the bay, watch marathon. Have a hand party. Have a hand party. Hand party. The game you can play anywhere. At work in the supply closet, on vacation in an airplane restroom, in the park on a bench, at home on your parents' bed. Anytime's the right time to play hand party. All day long, surfing the net. In the shower, soaking wet. Have a hand party. Have a hand party. It's a great way to relax. Play while watching Skinamax. Have a hand party. Have a hand party. Hey, it's the announcer for this commercial. I'm actually playing hand party right now. (laughs) Wow. Hand party. Play with a friend. Or play with yourself. Hi, my name is Karen. And if you don't listen to the Church of Spenstology podcast, I am going to have to speak to your manager. Coming up, a uh, song of the week with worthwhile advice. It's not about you, dummy. It's about everybody else. A song called Wear a Mask. Uh, but first, I have to confess to murder. And let, let, me, let me explain exactly what happened. My house faces east. And like many Las Vegas houses, has, you know, the regular pitch roof. And because of those pitched roofs, there's little alcoves, little nooks. And pigeons love nooks okay 
So my bedroom window is above the garage and faces east. And above the window are a couple of different little nooks where pigeons have decided to take up residence. You don't want them up there anyway, and I don't have any science on this. But I'm of the belief that their poo is acidic, is going to eat through the roof tiles. I, I just assume that's the case. Isn't that right? If you leave, like, bird dew on your car, won't it eat through the paint eventually? I mean, it's going to take a minute. It doesn't happen right away. But it can't be good. And so I started to notice, come home, and there'd be, like, a gang of pigeons on my roof right there, almost taunting me. Like, this is our house now, buddy. Better move on. I'm like, no, pigeons. You don't own Southie. I am the mayor of Southie. So I guess I'm okay with that, except that while we don't typically park our cars in the driveway, there would be just constant pigeon shit all over the driveway, right off the pitch of the roof. They would just, you know, that's what birds do. That's what pigeons do. That's irritating as well. But... Is it the worst? No. But it's, it's almost like my house became like pigeon headquarters. <laughs> like they all would come hang out there. Like it was, it was a, a pair of pigeons that like to entertain. And again, not that big a deal. Except it got to the point where every morning there was like a pigeon orgy happening outside of my window. They're pigeon sexing everywhere, man. Loud. And I'm not exaggerating. That's the best I can do. Imagine several cooing pigeons at the same time, making that all. So you could hear it. It would wake you up like an alarm clock, like like the same thing as a a rooster's cockadoodle do. The pigeons are banging each other above my bedroom, in the alcove, outside. I can hear them having sex repeatedly. And by the way, they don't practice safe sex, you know. That just means there's going to be more of those varmints all over the place. So over the years, I would take pebbles and I'd kind of lob them at the pigeons on the roof and they would scatter. Okay? Never trying to hurt the pigeon. I'm not into killing anything. Just kind of throw the rock up. Get to the point, because pigeons are smart, dude, that you could just fake throw. <laughs> you could just, like, like you're faking out your dog. You fake throw a rock. The motion itself would cause the pigeons to scatter. But pigeons learn shit, man. And they, they pretty much, they're like, ah, you're faking it. You didn't throw a rock, idiot. So I come home one day and there's like a pigeon convention. <laughs> it's like, I'm not exaggerating. There's like 20 of them lined up along my roof like they're declaring war. So I take some, some, some pebbles and I toss, it, I toss it up and it scatters most of them. But two of these bastards, they're not intimidated at all. They're staying in the little alcove. They're not moving. So I go, okay. I need to bring out some, uh, uh, the heavy artillery to scare these guys off. So I grab a tennis ball. Now, I'm not trying to hit a pigeon. I'm not trying to wing a pigeon. Injure it in any way. I'm not that guy. So, you know, 
I throw the pigeon ball in the general vicinity and it bounces off and these pigeons will move. They're like, nah, this is my house. You ain't getting in here? No. So I go across the street. So I got a direct angle and I'm going to heave it. And I'm, I'm probably a good 50 feet away. And I couldn't do this again if I wanted to. The alcove above my bedroom on the roof is maybe four feet by a couple of feet, maybe. And that's where the pigeons are staying. They're hanging out inside this little area. So I take the tennis ball and I wing it from across the street. Again, I couldn't repeat this feat if I wanted to. And I didn't want to do this, but I did. I hit the pigeon. I hit this pigeon. The other one flies off, getting the message. The other one, the white one, kind of flutters down off the roof to a tree. You can tell I got him. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm, I don't want to be a murderer. I don't, want to, I don't want to murder the pigeon. I just don't, I don't want them having sex above my window every morning and making all that racket. I have a house, two-story house. I don't live in an apartment with a loud neighbor. I don't have to, especially if the neighbor's pigeons. I don't like pigeons. So he flutters about, I can't, I can't find him. I'm hoping he's going to be okay. Two days later, what do I find? Dead pigeon. Son of a bitch. I killed the pigeon. And I feel bad about it. It's not like there's not going to be more of them, but I don't want to kill the bird. And I don't know if, if he hobbled around with a broken wing and then a cat got him. I don't know how it worked, but he was dead on my... And by the way, these pigeons are smart. They made sure I saw the dead pigeon. It was on my walkway. It's almost as if the other pigeons came down at night and they moved the pigeon body to be right in front of my door to go, hey, look what you did, asshole. You killed my buddy. So, again, pigeons are smart. And you don't think they are. They're like one of the smartest birds. So I come home a day or two later and those assholes are, are lined up again on, on my roof. And I pull in, and I am not kidding you. They took a dump on my car as I pulled in. They got revenge for their buddy by pooping on my Audi. I swear to you, it was revenge, and it was calculated. The pigeons knew I killed their buddy, and they weren't going to stand for it. You don't think pigeons are smart. They do certain things that only humans and primates do like taking a dump on the hood of my car. That is... <laughs> that is something only a human being or a pigeon would do. But so I, I did some research because pigeons are the smartest and quite possibly smarter than the two guys that could be president in 2020. I mean, think about this. A pigeon can find its way back from anywhere. It's their homing behavior. Joe Biden can't. <laughs> and they say that a pigeon can recognize all 26 letters of the English alphabet individually. Donald Trump can't. You see? Pigeon for president. Hashtag pigeon for president. So in a court of law, I don't know if it would be considered pigeon murder 
or pigeon slaughter because I, I didn't do it intentionally. Just wanted to get out of my house. And since I've remedied this situation, I put like mesh up over the coves so they can't have their dirty pigeon orgies outside of my bedroom window any longer. It was like they were shooting pigeon porn. <laughs> it's the San Fernando Valley of pigeon porn. Where is it? It's on the roof of Spence's house. Oh, oh, having dirty, unprotected pigeon sex at all hours of the night. Not on my watch. Hey, a song of the week for you. It's a little preachy, but I don't care. Wearing a mask is not about you. It's about them. This song is called uh, Wear a Mask. It's not a joke. It's not a hoax. Not much to ask. Please wear a mask. When you go to Costco, don't be an ass. Just wear a mask. And don't wear it down around your chin, you dope. The damn thing won't work if your nose is exposed. And leave the flag, your camo swag. What's with the gun? What's your problem? I'm afraid it's to compensate for cards you were dealt below your belt. Shut the hell up, quit bitching about your rights. You may not get sick, but your mother might. More importantly, my mom might, you selfish prick. It's not the worst to put others first. The one you help to be yourself. Play your role, cover your cape hole. It's a simple task, just wear a mask. And kindly stay at least six feet away from me. And for the love of God, follow the arrows in the grocery. Not a joke, it's not a hoax, not much to ask. For the love of God, wear a fing mask. Just wear a mask. Just like Ruth from Ozark, he don't know shit about f It's the Church of Spence Tology podcast. I think I've just written season four of Ozark. Charlotte, Marty and Wendy Bird's daughter, is at that Lake of the Ozarks Memorial Day pool party and she contracts. COVID-19. She then infects her parents. Now, while they can survive a Mexican drug cartel, will they survive coronavirus? <laughs> Follow Spence on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Spenceology at S-P-E-N-C-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y and check out Spenceology.com. Yeah, everything I got is right up there. Please go check it out. Thank you to Professor Blue and Caster Troy for the beats. Uh, as always, I appreciate you listening to the Church of Spence Tology podcast. Stay healthy, stay happy, wear a mask.